0: Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Our woman of the day was a famed Pentecostal evangelist and celebrity who pioneered the use of modern media and popular entertainment to bring masses into her fold. Though not without controversy, she built one of the first megachurches in the U.S. and was a major influence on 20th century charismatic Christianity. Meet Sister Amy Semple McPherson. Amy was born on October 9, 1890, on her family's farm in Ontario, Canada. She grew up in a religious household where her father was a Methodist and her mother was heavily involved in the Salvation Army and with serving the poor. As a teenager, Amy rebelled against her strict Methodist upbringing by secretly reading forbidden romance novels. She also constantly questioned her pastor about the relationship between faith and science after learning Darwin's theory of evolution in school. In 1907, while attending a Pentecostal revival meeting, Amy had a powerful religious experience that renewed her faith and convinced her to convert to Pentecostalism. She also met an Irish Pentecostal evangelist named Robert Semple. A year later, the two were married in a Salvation Army ceremony. Robert and Amy soon left Canada to do missionary work in China. In 1910, Robert contracted dysentery and died in Hong Kong. Amy gained passage on a ship heading to the U.S. and eventually made her way to New York City, where her mother joined her. In 1912, Amy married her second husband, Harold McPherson, and the couple moved to Providence, Rhode Island. Amy soon felt a call to evangelism. In 1913, she began preaching at revival meetings across the U.S. and Canada, with her mother serving as her travel manager. Her sermons featured common components of Pentecostal Christianity, with a specific focus on spiritual healing and speaking in tongues. By 1918, Amy had made a name for herself across the country with her ecstatic preaching. But she was tired of spending so much time on the road. She decided to move to Los Angeles and headquarter her ministry in the fast growing city. For Amy's first Los Angeles service, her mother rented a 3,500 seat auditorium, the biggest she could find. Word spread around LA of this new lady evangelist, and people waited hours to get in. The auditorium was packed. Amy didn't disappoint. What separated her from the crowd of evangelists touring the country was her consummate showmanship. Amy didn't just give a sermon, she put on a show, often complete with scenery, costumes, and music. Though her message was a traditional Pentecostal one, the packaging was something nobody had ever seen before, and audiences were spellbound. Amy soon raised enough money from her many followers to build the Angelus Temple, her own megachurch facility in Los Angeles, which was completed in 1923. Amy then christened her new movement the Church of the Foursquare Gospel. The message of the Foursquare Gospel was focused on hope and salvation for the poor and charitable work. It seemed to especially appeal to new arrivals from the South and Midwest, who were bewildered by the complexities of urban life in Southern California. For 20 years, Amy preached a service every night and welcomed thousands every Sunday at the Angeles Temple. The temple employed a small army of artists, electricians, decorators, and carpenters who built the sets for each Sunday service. Amy performed faith healings and adult baptism like other Pentecostal ministers, and she preached a conservative gospel message. But she did so using modern methods and with an aura of extreme optimism and spectacle that was decidedly different and very appealing. By 1926, Amy was a pop culture phenomenon and one of the most popular and influential ministers of her era. But she also made plenty of headlines for other reasons. In May of 1926, Amy caused a media frenzy when she mysteriously disappeared and then reappeared five weeks later in Mexico. She claimed that she'd been kidnapped and held for ransom in a desert shack. The L.A. prosecutor's office contended that she'd run off with another man and tried to bring charges against her. Though the prosecutor's case fell apart, media attacks did not. That was just the start of Amy's legal troubles. She was accused of many financial improprieties over the years, though none were proven definitely, and she was hounded by lawsuits throughout the 1930s. She was regularly accused by the press of having extramarital affairs and was constantly dealing with major disagreements within her own family. Still, none of the bad press seemed to affect her devoted followers. In 1944, Amy died from an accidental overdose of sleeping pills. Her Foursquare Gospel movement had grown to over 400 branches across the U.S. and Canada, with more than 20,000 members and almost 200 missions abroad. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another remarkable woman from history. All month, we're talking about witches and saints. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow. Before you go, I want to tell you about another show I think you'll like. The Waves is a podcast from Slate Magazine. Every other Thursday... Hosts Christina Cattarucci, Nicole Perkins, June Thomas, and Marcia Chatelaine talk about current events from a feminist perspective. Join them as they discuss the week, talk to special guests, and figure out how gender plays into everything, from policy to pop culture. Check out The Waves wherever you listen.